0: I just think the last couple of words of the film are so completely magical. We have to have 40 years of preparation
1: for that to get the full feeling of what that means. I felt so satisfied and so complete in a way. Who are you? I'm right. Nine episodes in
0: a great tale, beautifully done over many, many years. And that means that it's not an ending. it's here with us and it will stay there and makes our lives part of that story ray skywalker
1: The last day of recording on
0: films like this is always a little bit emotional. There's a sense of satisfaction coming to the end of the musical journey of it. But there's also a little sense of feeling sorry that we won't be meeting again next week to record some more Star Wars music. I would be quite happy to have it go on indefinitely.
1: I feel like we've been together for a very, very long time. I really will miss seeing you. I wish we had more to play.
0: But I cannot thank you enough for this opportunity to be with you. Bravo. Thank you for your artistry and for your obvious love of music. Thanks, much. Welcome, everyone, from across the universe. To the Wampas Lair podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClair and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampas Lair.
1: Everybody and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampus Lair podcast. This is episode four hundred and forty. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Carl Leclaire, and I am joined by the incomparable Jason Hunt. Hello, everyone. Jason, you ready to talk some soundtracks? We are going to rank the soundtracks. I forgot to say the name of the episode. That's why you know I'm new to this sort of thing. Uh, This is Ranking (laughs) the Scores, part one, where we will be ranking all of the film scores over the next couple of episodes, talking about individual tracks from each score that we love, why we love them, and why we think they fit so well into the Star Wars musical score. So, Jason, we are continuing on our 10-year anniversary celebration this has been so much fun i'm talking like william shatner (laughs) and i don't know why i don't i don't know why either but it works maybe (laughs) maybe not um yes we are (laughs) we are going to be throwing all sorts of star wars music at you for this particular episode um as well as the next week as we rank these star wars scores um And continue on in our celebration of 10 years of Wampus Lair. Uh, Jason, um, before we get into that list, before we start our rankings, um, we, of course, had a poll last week. We talked about our favorite moments for the big three of Han, Luke, and Leia. And we asked all of our listeners what their favorite moment was for the big three. Um, and we got uh, we got a few responses, not as much as normal, but that's all right. Uh, what did the Larians have to say were their favorite moments with the big three?
0: All right. Well, uh, for this poll, we have uh, in second place with one vote each. We've got the shuttle ride to Endor. We've got escaping the Death Star. Victory celebration on Endor. The uh, scruffy looking nerf her scene from Empire Strikes Back. And then in first place with two vote, votes, we've got Into the Garbage Shoot Flyboy slash The Rescue of Princess Leia. So um, – which honestly is a scene I completely forgot to even consider for our list is Into the Garbage Shoot Flyboy. So I'm really glad that got <laughs> mentioned here
1: I love that moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's such a great scene. I mean it, it's such a setup scene for the way they relate to each other, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was good to see that get some love.
0: Indeed. The first time the three of them are in one place at the same time, and they're about ready to just shoot each other. So, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe you'd like it back in your cell, Your Highness. <laughs> mm. Out of the garbage chute, Flyboy! I don't care what yeah. you smell. Yeah. There we go. Um, yeah. So uh, we will have uh, one final poll for you at the end of the episode based on the upcoming episodes. Um, But other Uh than that, for the rest of the month, we are going to once again encourage all of you. We want you to help us celebrate 10 years at the end of the month with our last episode in October, where we're going to respond to some of the questions that you have for us, whether that's about podcasting or any sort of general Star Wars questions at all. We've already gotten some great questions in from some folks. So thank you to all of you who've already written in some of your questions. Again, we encourage you to do that. You know, you can email them to us. You can direct message us on Instagram or Twitter, whatever you want, um, and we will compile those questions to answer at the end of the month and in advance we already appreciate all the questions we've gotten.
0: Yes, thank you so much. It's 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 always kind of surprising to see like how much of a of a turnout we get for milestones like this, uh, you know, when we ask for responses and stuff. So, we really do appreciate it. So, thank you very much.
1: Indeed, indeed. Um so, you know, w- without further ado, Jason, because we've got a lot we want to cover in this episode. We're going to dive right in to the music of Star Wars. And um, Jason, before we do, I just want to give kind of how I ranked these for myself. And then I want to invite you to do the same thing. So for me... Um, so we we agreed to at least look at all the same soundtrack albums, right? So mainly the original trilogy has essentially three different cuts of soundtracks. Jason, mm-hmm. you only owned one of those because that was the one that you kind of got into during the special edition era, which is the double right. CD sets. Um, but there's also, you know, the original vinyl scores that came out in 77, 80 and 83. Then they did a a full trilogy CD release I believe in 94 it's a four pack CD set and then we got the double disc editions in 97 and then we've gotten a few re-releases since then um of a bunch of different things um but so right. just for just so you all know which soundtracks we're using, Jason and I agreed to do all the same uh, albums just to, to make it make sense for us. So for the original trilogy, we are doing the double LP sets or excuse me, double CD sets of the special edition scores that came out in 97. The prequel mm-hmm. trilogy we're doing. I mean, they only really did one release of the prequel trilogies except for the deluxe edition for Phantom Menace. But we're not counting that. Um And then same with the sequel trilogies. We've obviously gotten one release of those as well as Rogue One and Solos. We are not using the deluxe edition of Solo either. We're doing the the original uh, score release that was just one CD. Um, So those are the scores we're using. And as far as ranking them goes for me... I rank them based on how often do I listen to these as complete soundtracks. So it's not, this is the one that I think is the best. These are the ones that I love the most. And that's how we usually rank things. You and I, Jason, right? We, we rank them based on what we love. And, and the whole point of this episode is just to talk about every single soundtrack and talk about tracks we love on them. So the ranking is not meant to be there to say, these are the right, right way to rank them. It's just simply, here's how often I listen to these scores.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly. It's, it's that. it's And for me, to kind of help narrow it down a little bit, it's not only how, much, how often do I listen to it, how often do I listen to the tracks from these uh, soundtracks, but it's also like how is it as a listening experience in and of itself. Um, because we're trying to separate – in this uh, couple of episodes, we're trying to separate the music from the movie a bit. So this is – which – a bit uh because it's kind of hard with the soundtracks because we we picture the movie every time we hear the music play (laughs) but um we're trying to to separate it from our own feelings about which is our favorite movie and just you know rank it based on the music itself Mm -hmm. uh so that's uh kind of where this is gonna be gonna be falling uh you'll you'll definitely tell there's there's definitely a big change in one of the soundtracks compared to one of the movies uh in my my favorites list so uh (laughs) but we'll get there today um the carl uh i think we should stop blathering and play some music what about you
1: yeah no i'm right with you um so i'm gonna kick this one off and for me coming in at number 11 for my uh,
0: favorite. Oh, yes. you should probably mention this is just the film scores. We're right. not including any of the Mandalorian uh, or animated series or anything like that. This is just the film scores the nine film saga plus Rogue One and, and Solo. So. Exactly.
1: Yep. Um, so I'm going to kick this off by taking us to The Force Awakens. And the first track I, of course, want to shout out from The Force Awakens is none other than Ray's theme. Ray's theme is just amazing, Jason. <laughs> it's so good. Um, you know, it's the new hero theme of the sequel trilogy. And it's so different from anything else we've gotten before in a lot of ways. It's, you know, it, it's use of bells and, and chimes. There's something just very simple, majestic, and sweet about this theme. And, you know, it's it's one of... I mean, we, we've done, you know, favorite Star Wars track episodes before. And, and Ray's theme is definitely in my top five. I love this song. And I love that this is the piece that John Williams uses as kind of the anchor of the Force Awakens score. It's this character who is full of hope and optimism... And longing, and that's really what this score uh, symbolizes to me. Um, so I want to—I just want to go here to the end of the of the track and uh, and play out this this final bit. So <laughs> I've, I've always loved this track, and then I remember when David W. Collins did an episode on this, on, on the Force Awakens music, and he talked about at the end, he's kind of narrating over the track, and he says, we're not out of the woods yet, and he's, as the, the music builds towards the end there, and then it goes into that trumpet statement, he mm-hmm. talks about how this is really the journey of a character, um, a character of royalty, Right. Uh, That's how trumpets are always used in film scores Uh, and traditionally in Western music. Trumpets are used to to announce the entrance of royalty. And that's how Ray's theme kind of ends is she is the royal piece. And, you know, obviously with uh, what we end up getting in in episode nine, she is a descendant of the emperor. Um, Whether you love it or not, it's it's there. So contend with it as you will. But it's really awesome that John Williams chooses to use. Kind of this trumpet music to to end out her theme, um, and then Jason, I'm just going to keep rolling with a, a few of my other favorite tracks yeah. from Force Awakens. Um, Go for it. And my next piece is the track Han and Leia, and of course this is the piece of music that is playing when Han and Leia first meet up with one another um, after the the Battle of Takadana. and. The first thing that stands out to me, um, and this comes in around the 40, 40 second mark is, of course, we hear Leia's theme playing first time we're going to get that in the movie. And there's something, um, excuse me, the 41 second mark, it's actually the love theme of Han and Leia. But there's something kind of haunted to it, right? There's there's this uh, there's a sadness underpinning. Their love theme, and to me, that's the reality of what's happened with their son—that their love has been tainted by what happened with with Ben, who's now Kylo Ren. Um, and then we go into this statement of the March of the Resistance. So in light of this kind of haunted love theme, we get this very declarative, determined statement of the resistance theme. And even though Han and Leia's relationship has kind of crumbled a bit, there's there's still this hopeful movement that's right. born out of that. Um, the next track I want to hit, and, and again, I apologize for how fast we're going, but <laughs> there's a lot of music we want to cover. Uh, exactly. Um. So uh, the next piece I want to play is from the track "Torn Apart," and this is the piece of music that accompanies essentially Kylo and Han Solo's encounter there on the on the bridge. And I love the way this piece starts. You know, you've got these very sad strings. Um, you know, it, this is a very tender moment, even right. Uh, as, as Han kind of calls out to his son. But things get really intense as the track kind of uh, makes its way a little bit deeper. And um, my goodness, I'm so sorry for how ridiculously Spotify is being a pain in my butt tonight. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, no work. Uh, Doing good. Doing good, Carl. Take a breath. (laughs) I hate when I have to do music, record, do all these things at once. It's such a pain in the butt. Um, But as we go a little bit deeper into the track, things start to escalate as Kylo makes a choice. Listen to these strings as they just get more and more intense. Just find that piece of music so intense. I mean, this it it, it has a very prequely feel, right? From something yeah. like Revenge of the Sith, you know, the, the the intensity of these strings as the unthinkable happens. One of our heroes is killed, and the thing that's so heartbreaking about this piece is even musically, John Williams is telling us that no one is safe. That you know. Any of our beloved heroes are, are are in are at risk at this point, you know, wow. and 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 the music really captures that intensity so beautifully. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I I I love how that is a staple piece of the Force Awakens score for me. Is that there is there's a tragedy that's befalling the galaxy that that nothing nothing that we once held sacred is safe anymore and i love that reality um and then the last the last track i want to shout out to is the track farewell and the trip um Mm -hmm. specifically starting around the three minute 47 second mark um which again uh if spotify didn't suck tonight (laughs) this would be a lot easier um here we go So in this particular piece, what I'm really loving going on in in, in this whole movement, and again, it starts around the three minute, 45 second mark, is you get a statement of the rebel theme followed quickly by the force theme. And then obviously bleeding out here into Ray's theme is kind of the track comes to its close. And what I really love about that, again, is the storytelling element of this is what John Williams is doing is essentially telling us that uh the story is back in again, right we have the main theme that main Star Wars theme that kind of calls our attention back that the story has restarted again uh and then it goes into the force theme as Ray departs and her theme kind of takes us it almost has this journeying feel as she heads off to octo yeah. and 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 I really like that in the score because it's this kind of reminder that the main theme and the force theme are both kind of. They're pointing at Ray, and it's her story moving forward that is going to be guided by the force um yeah so uh yeah, these are just a couple of the particular tracks that stand out to me from the force awakens
0: yeah no I, I love it, and uh, that you know the uh, the journey um, statement there is. Probably my favorite statement of Ray's theme. Period. It's my favorite statement of her theme in The Force Awakens for sure. Might be my favorite statement ever. Um, so I, I absolutely love that piece. Um, but yeah, it's a great, it's a great uh, collection of tracks there, Carl, and I love it. So um, I'm already, I'm already in the musical mood here tonight, and <laughs> you it, set the tone well um shall i move into my number 11 yes please do all right my uh number 11 score and uh we are gonna go to the rise of skywalker um this is probably the lowest on my list because it is the soundtrack i've had the least amount of play time with um so i'm just not as familiar with it um but uh i do love it uh it's nice to kind of the thing about this this score is that it kind of brings in a bunch of old themes and kind of gives them a bit of a wrap-up while still giving us some new stuff, uh, which I think is uh, you know very smartly done by John Williams. Um, and I've got three tracks here that I'm going to uh, point out to them. I'm going to kind of go through them in like three, two, one in terms of my favorites from this score. Um, but the first one I want to point out is the, the title uh, track from this or which is the rise of skywalk uh it's a beautiful new theme uh that sort of gives us the uh the journey and the the rise of of this you know what this movie is about and kind of brings things to not quite a close but to a conclusion um in a way that many of the themes don't hmm. uh do so um, it's just overall a very gentle lilting kind of sorrowful at times kind of haunting but overall very positive and warm theme um, so um, I'm going to go ahead and skip to the next one though uh, that I have here which is a new home I this this part of this uh, track just always it draws me in I, I love the gentle you know kind of Celeste I think is what that is um, the the sort of chimey bell thing um, that was you know very musically intelligent Jason the chimey bell thing um, <laughs> but it's a <laughs> You know, it's a piece of music here as as Ray is exploring. Um, you know, uh, you know what's going on there on Tatooine, right? This is yeah, this is yep. When she lands on Tatooine, yep. for a second there, I second guessed myself and don't do that, Jason. Um, <laughs> but I I do love this, and it's it's really nice to kind of return to this place and and have this sort of wonder. Uh, and and you know sense of wonder and, and and peace with the music there that I absolutely adore and the it just it's beautiful. Um, but then my favorite track that I want to point out from this score is "The Force Is With You," um, and this is probably my you know the climactic moment of the movie and my favorite movie too. But it's also my favorite moment on the soundtrack um, where. Ray is there and she's looking up and we, you know, we get the voices of the, you know, Jedi past and the music beautifully kind of takes us on this journey of sort of a, a moment of clarity. And then obviously uh, it, it swells as she gets back on her feet. We have the Emperor's theme as he tries to snuff out the light that she has and then it comes back uh, definitively with the force theme, to uh, and <clears> then <throat> think. Yep, uh, for good, hopefully. <laughs> so. Um, But it's just a great track, and it's a longer one, so we don't have to play a lot of it. But I do recommend everybody checking it out. So um, those are some of my favorite tracks from The Rise of Skywalker. Great. Honestly, it was a little surprising because a lot of my favorite tracks from this score are not action cues, except for the last one. But even that's not a normal (laughs) action cue. Proud of you, Jason. (laughs) Don't get used to it. Uh, um, (laughs) Good, good. Good. <laughs> that being said uh, we got
1: it 's time for number ten what 's your number ten score, Carl? My number ten score is actually uh, Revenge of the Sith, and you know as just kind of a general concept, the thing that I love about the Revenge of the Sith score is John Williams really does bring this sound of epic failure. And that's how I would kind of define this entire album. You know, there <laughs> there there are moments where that's not is, is is ardently true, but I would say that the crux of the Revenge of the Sith album is this really tragic piece of you know, it's just this very tragic album of of everything falling apart. Um but the first track that stands out to me is the track Anakin's Dream, which is of course Jason, the beloved balcony scene. One of the greatest scenes in all of Star Wars. I don't give a whatever anybody says because I love this scene. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I love the way it starts with this kind of, uh, you know, sad yet hopeful uh, string instrumentation, you know, as these characters are, 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 you know, just kind of hoping for a future. And then we get this really sad statement of their love theme. I, I take that back. It's not sad, it's actually quite beautiful. So I mm. let me let me strike the sadness. It's not sad at all. It's actually this really beautiful statement of their theme and I think it just it matches what these two characters always hoped they could be is that they're that they are this beautiful love story. And that's what we want them to be. We want them to be this beautiful love story. Um but unfortunately that's just not to be. That's that's not Unfortunately, their destiny. Um, right, and a little bit later in the track, I just want to play a couple of a couple of these these notes as things. Listen to these, you know, like really deep. I think this is a cello. Um, right, these, these, yeah, these, yeah, or a bass, yeah, 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 bass. Sorry, <laughs> um, but these 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 very ominous notes that there is something haunting these characters, right? So I just love how in this one particular track you have kind of the beauty of these these young lovers, but there's something there's something sinister out to get them, um, right? And that's all wrapped up in this one beautiful piece. Uh, the next track I want to call out from Revenge of the Sith is also one of my favorite tracks in all of Star Wars, um, and it is of course Padme's ruminations. Mm-hmm. There is very little in Star Wars music like this track, Jason. And it's so cool. It starts with these, you know, like just these very haunting notes. These very, you know, like just, ah, oh, something about it. <laughs> just just really gets to me. Um, and then a little bit later on, here you go. You get this like silent song. the, the siren's notes are getting lower and lower but it's calling out to Anakin right there's there is something in this piece Anakin is a haunted character and there's something calling to him that's just saying do whatever it takes to save Padme and then here we get one of my favorite statements of Across the Stars There's such a like there's such a sense of hauntedness to this track um, that what is ultimately calling Anakin to do whatever it takes is his love for Padme. And I think that's the that's the tragedy of this entire movie and of this score that John Williams is capturing is his heart and his intentions are for something good. But Mm -hmm. the way he's going to go about it. Not so great which leads me to my to, to my last track um uh is uh where things don't go so well for Anakin and it is of course the track Anakin's dark deeds I love the way it starts also with kind of these you know this 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 vocal choir it sounds so like I I forgive me for continuing to use this word but haunted And the music's about to get real intense. Those bass notes, too. And then this choir, right? I mean we thought we heard cool choir and duel of the fates. This is again, like the prequel trilogy is the Greek tragedy. And this to me is, it's that Greek chorus calling our attention to the tragedy of this moment, the tragedy of our hero falling from grace. Um, that's really what's this, this track Anakin's dark deeds really does. It's kind of the final musical statement of this movie, which is, um, you know, this isn't good. Things are going very, very poorly for us. Um, and John Williams captures that sound so expertly in a way that, you know, almost nobody else ever could. Um. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. Spotify is freaking the F out right now. That's not what I'm trying to do. Um. Are you playing music by any chance, Jason? I am not. You are not. I don't know why it is. All right. Stop it Spotify. <laughs> I'm going to throw my computer out the window tonight. I swear to you right now. <laughs> um, all right. The last little bit I want to play from this track though because it's it's really awesome. Um towards the end of the track right here. Nope. I went too far. I apologize everyone i'm so sorry for all the technical difficulties that i know are going to happen tonight it's because my computer is not as good as it used to be and i know i'm gonna have lots of issues as i'm trying to run five different programs at once <laughs> so you're, you're my, fine you're fine my Breathe, apologies Carl. in advance Breathe. Um,
0: you're doing great it sounds great so well
1: you're just very nice all right here we go here's what i want to play oh my god <laughs> So good. I yeah. l- I love these trumpet blasts as that track ends. Because again, as as I kind of referenced with Force Awakens, um, right? Horns, trumpets, those are traditionally in Western music meant to call out to royalty. But here they are announcing the king of evil, if you will, right? This is a moment where Darth Vader in all of his glory, even though he's a broken up character, he is just committed to... An atrocity and these trumpets kind of call out to us that there is this royal evil that has stepped into the stage has stepped into our story uh and again i just think that it's incredibly an incredibly brilliant piece of music from john williams
0: yeah it's uh it's absolutely fantastic. It's a great score, and uh, one I won't be talking about today. Um, <laughs> 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 that being said, uh, my my next one, my number 10 track. You were finished, yes? Yes, the, I am. It,
1: I am all set. Okay.
0: All right. My number 10 score is from uh, – it's going to be The Last Jedi. Now, again, everybody – I love all of these soundtracks. These are just some that I have not spent the time with uh, as much time with as others. So, that being said, we're gonna jump right into the Last Jedi right out the bat. One of my favorite pieces of music is the opening track. S- you know, skipping the title, so about a minute thirty-five in, and it's just the the opening space battle um, above. Uh, oh gosh what is that Dakar Dakar it is Dakar okay uh, I almost said Edu, and I was like that's Rogue One um but <laughs> but yeah it's the opening space battle above Dakar uh, we've got just you know the being full of himself the uh, uh, just the tension of the moment as the resistance is trying to flee and The music just tracks all of the ups and downs, the small victories and the large defeats. that entire uh, opening sequence. So, you know, I I absolutely enjoy this. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it because it is just a lot of action music. Uh, But it's one that I thoroughly enjoy listening to from start to finish. Um, We're going to go ahead and skip to the next one, and that's the uh, Octo Island. Um, The whole track is sort of one of kind of mystery and curiosity and wonder as we're trying to figure out not only where we are, but what we're doing. Um, And so I do like that a lot about this piece of music. However, my favorite part of this track is about 3 minutes 20, 26 seconds in um where we get my favorite leitmotif from this movie. I let it play for a second.
1: Yeah, sorry. Uh just catching up to it here. Here we go. Oh my god, Spotify, you suck tonight. <laughs> here we go.
0: So I absolutely love that that motif that we have uh, in The Last Jedi. It's one of my favorite parts. It's only played a handful of times, maybe two or three times in the whole movie. But it is one of my favorite musical statements in this entire movie. Um, and I, I just... I don't know. I can't say exactly why it draws me in. But every time it plays... I kind of sit up and take notice. And so there was no way I wasn't going to mention it (laughs) in this, um, in this episode. Uh, And then of course uh, it should come as no surprise that my absolute favorite track from this entire soundtrack um, comes from my favorite moment in this, in the last Jedi. um, And that is the track, the spark. Um, It's a gorgeous track. Uh, as Luke and Leia uh, get to reunite and have their their moment, um, we get the statement of uh, the Luke and Leia theme, um, and it's just a very tender reunion before Luke, you know, stands up straight and does the determined thing that he has to do and go out and face the first order with his lightsaber, live up to that legend that he was, uh, and, and be the spark that gives the resistance their, you know, the ability to go on and, and fight another day. Uh, Williams just about outdid himself with that piece of music. I, I, will, I will fight anybody on that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I freaking love that piece of music.
1: So very much. It's really good. <laughs> There's no question about that. So that's my
0: number 10, Carl.
1: Love it. Um, well, I'll bring us to our, my number 9 my number nine favorite star Wars score is none other than rogue one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest, I was surprised this was where it landed because I really do love this score and I've listened to it a lot. Um, but I've listened to it significantly less just in the last two years. So I was like, all right, it doesn't have staying power like some of the other ones for me. Um, but that's not to diminish how awesome the score for rogue one by Michael Giacchino is, uh, there, there are a lot of very essential Star Wars music ingredients baked into this particular score, um, but it's also very much its own thing. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, the the first track I want to mention is actually the track "Jetta Arrival." I've always Ooh. liked this piece, um, and I like the way it starts with kind of this. This haunted feeling um, for Jin, kind of, you know, giving us this sense that she never thought she was going to find her place here. And this is she's back into it again, um, and it and it immediately goes into a really, you know, profound statement of her theme. Very boisterous, very, uh, yep, she's back in it here, and you know, here's her her theme kind of built on us. I like the way the uh, the strings kind of swirl, kind of taking us on this journey with her. But then, what was that, Jason?
0: That's a good descriptor. I like that they swirl.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then it it goes into what I call the the mission theme of Rogue One. This is one of my favorite pieces of of music in, in here, right here. And as I so foolishly would state when the movie first came out, particularly this track, this was a song I found myself humming a lot. Um, weirdly enough, while going to the bathroom, I'd be standing there at work going... This is, like, such TMI, but it'd be like, dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. <laughs> I'll just never forget because one time, like, it, this was back when I was working at the college. Like, a student came in, and I'm, I'm humming to myself in the stall, and I saw out of the periphery, like, a, somebody come in and then leave. Because I'm humming, dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum, so loud. I think I made them uncomfortable, um, just like I'm probably making all of you uncomfortable right now. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just it, – it's such – Those stories are are always like
0: the best when you have something weird that you do because you're just like so, you know, in so much enjoying a piece of music, whether it's, you know, something from Star Wars or something else. But you like, you just find yourself doing something in public and somebody just, yeah, those kinds of reactions are always the best. I love it. I love the story. Thank you, Carl.
1: (laughs) Oh, you're very welcome. Um, But, uh, yeah, you know, I think you used the the phrase – for Last Jedi, you know that 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 light motif that's used for Luke on the island. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is kind of a light motif in Rogue One. You don't yeah. you don't hear it a bunch. You really only hear it when they're on Jeddah, but it's always when they're kind of talking about the their mission, um, which I just find very interesting. Um, yeah. So the next piece I want to point out is the track. Um, confrontation on edu and uh a lot in there's so much going on here so i want to hit a couple like little little tidbits um and the first little bit it it comes around three minutes and eight seconds in and it's as the rebel uh i don't want to call it it's not a fleet but the the rebel x-wings start showing up the music really builds on us here right here It reminds me of the Battle of Endor music as they're approaching. Like, there's this kind of, this sustained stuff on the strings, kind of building up the momentum as it keeps building, building, building. And then it really jumps in. it's uh oh my god (laughs) so yeah i mean i i enjoy how much this this track kind of has a battle of endor feel to me like i said you know the the way the 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 tension kind of builds um and then a little bit later on in the track we get probably my probably my favorite statement of Jin's theme which is that moment when she's holding her father and and you really feel the the Kind of the the tragic nature of the Jin Erso theme um, here at this point. And I like how this this music kind of just continues to build. Uh, and again, it works so well in the movie because Cassian has showed up at this point. He's kind of a witness to the tragedy that has befallen her. And then the way the the track really ends is what I want to point out. And this, it's going to start around the 7 minute 38 second mark. It's right around here. that so much the way that the the music kind of wails right and again i'm i'm too much of a noob to be able to tell you what instrument that is and again i know there are folks that listen that are going to know what instrument that is and that's that's hitting out those final notes i mean it sounds like horns to me um i don't know Mm -hmm. if it's a trumpet i don't know if it's a trombone um but the music itself might
0: be a french horn
1: oh that would make sense yeah um but the music itself wails and I love that it's it's it just it, it the music in that moment embodies Jen as she just wails in agony at the death of her own father, um, and I just find that absolutely beautiful. Uh, I, I love that particular moment in in the conversation on EduTrack. track. Um, uh-huh. But moving right along, just to lift things up, Jason, of, of course. course the good old rogue one score itself the rogue one track that that determination that march that we get is our heroes set out to do you know to do the impossible in a sense we get the statement of the force theme here in a second here it is Ready? You know i've said this several times while talking about this track on the show but again that that statement of the force theme to me is it's kind of Giachino's way of saying that this this determined march of of our new heroes of this new band that the force goes with them and you know the the theme just kind of continues to build is they uh they commit to being rogue one is you know um bodhi gives their call sign. The music, just listen to those strings. And then I call what I've always called this the echo effect. After they've gone off, that Rogue One theme continues to just kind of play in a more subdued way as it kind of makes its way in this rippling effect into the rest of the high command once again we get another statement of the force theme Is bail organa commits to going to get obi-wan kenobi you know and it's just the the effect of what they've done um you know it, it reaches beyond what they're doing uh, this this triumphant march-out music, it can't be quelled, and that's why it has to kind of keep playing. Even though the strings become very subdued, it's still playing. You know, you, you kind of can't cancel it out with what they've set in motion. I just think that's some brilliant scoring by Michael Giacchino. And then the last yeah. track I want to hit, and I'm not going to say a ton about because we've, we've talked about this track a ton, and I wouldn't be surprised if we talk about it again uh, <laughs> doing this... Uh, this segment on uh, this on this the soundtracks, but it's of course the final tr- one of the final tracks of the score. Uh, your father would be proud. Um, I would say that this is the most uniquely Michael Giacchino piece in Rogue One. Uh, forgive me if if you remember me saying this, but Michael Giacchino's score for the the Star Trek movie back in two thousand eight or whenever that. The J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie came out. There's a track early in that score called "Labor of Love," which is from the beginning of the movie when the USS Kelvin is destroyed. Um, and this is a very this the musical notes of Your Father Would Be Proud remind me a lot of that track. And both what's what's incredible about both these tracks is that they are moments of sacrifice where people are giving everything they have. For a future they won't see. Uh, so yeah, you know, <laughs> this this particular track, Your Father Would Be Proud, it's just, it's a testament to the power of sacrifice, to the power of of giving everything you can for a future you may never see. Um, so, yeah, that's what I got to say about the Rogue One score. Uh, again, there's <laughs> so much more I could and would and should say, but... For time's sake, I'm going to shut myself up there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's such a good score. Such a good score. Love it. Um, But yeah, obviously, I've got got thoughts for another episode for that one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. My number nine, and this is where my favorite movie list clashes with my favorite soundtrack list because at number nine – I've got Attack of the Clones, Carl. Um, and obviously I love this score, but uh, I think part of it is that um, a lot of the, you know, the Attack of the Clones has fewer standout points um, in terms of soundtrack because there was a lot of stuff reused from the Phantom Menace, especially mm-hmm. during the battle sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, but, that doesn't mean there wasn't some great stuff in there. Uh including the fact that I've got some highlights I want to throw at you. I've got uh we're gonna start off with the rumble in the rain, ladies and gentlemen. Uh don't have to play too much of it, but just enough to get us a good taste. And here we are. I'm just jumping back into typical Jason with the the action tracks. You know, the, the, the track itself is actually called Django's Escape, not Rumble in the Rain, but everyone calls that scene Rumble in the Rain. So that's why I said that. Anyways, um, the next thing I want to highlight from this score is uh, in the opening title or the opening uh, track, the main title in Ambush, um, at about the minute 34 mark um, – just past the uh, main theme and we get the standout themes uh, motifs used in this movie one that I really enjoy This is called the mystery theme, um, which I love. Uh, it's it's a great uh, a great you know motif that we get in this in this film, and it's usually played a lot during the Camino sequences. But of course, on the soundtrack, it's it's here in this track. Um, but I I really love it. It's a great great piece, and of course, it was very nicely and surprisingly used. In Bad Batch, this season, this first season, we went to uh, Camino one time, so I was very excited to hear it return. Um, But knowing that it's attached a lot to Camino, um, and it's almost unofficially become the Camino theme in my head, uh, you can hear the wind and the rain and the waves crashing uh, as the the strings sort of travel back and forth um, during the theme, and I, I absolutely love it. It's a great little motif. Um, the next point that I want to bring up is from the Confrontation with Count Dooku track. Um, it's a great overall track. I do love the opening part of this track where we have, you know, almost the siren song uh, as Count Dooku travels onto Coruscant to meet with Palpatine, um, It's a great thing but the part of this track that I really want to pick up on is the final montage sequence from the movie because it's one of my favorite pieces, you know, uh, of music in Star Wars period Um, and that's going to be about the two minute 40 mark on that track. is war and love and we get that all in the most dramatically epic moments of of score <laughs> at the very end of the film in this track and i absolutely love it so it's oh so good so very good probably one of my favorite uh end montages for a star wars movie in general uh again sorry (laughs) Uh, I got lost in the music for a second Uh, and then the last piece of music I want to just highlight is of course Across the Stars because it is the standout piece of music from Attack of the Clones and one of the most gorgeous pieces of music ever composed for Star Wars period Uh, so I don't have a lot to say about it because we obviously heard some of it uh, there the end, but the the overall track for Across the Stars is great because it starts off as very much a loves theme. Uh, but Then it has the, the tense moment where it hints at the tragedy that is to come from this relationship before trying to come back together in uh, a passionate embrace at the end. So uh, beautiful, beautiful theme and one that I will never get tired of listening to.
1: and I have something to say about uh, some of this music. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> uh,
0: is it? Is Attack of the Clones your number eight, Carl? It's not my number eight. I like it a
1: lot more than that. Um. Okay,
0: <laughs> then we'll Save that for another episode. We shall uh, save that um, for
1: another episode. Yes. So, uh, Jason and I had a quick sidebar here, and we decided we're we're going to make this into a three part series as opposed to two. I mean, we're this is Star Wars. Everything ought to be a trilogy. Yes. Uh, we just right. have so much to cover. We don't want to go forever tonight. Um, and again, I apologize for the, the my my frustrations with the technical difficulties, but hopefully we'll have them all figured out. Moving forward, that said, we're going to go up through our number eight. Um, So I'll go first here, of course, Jason, and my number eight score is uh, the Rise of Skywalker. Um, I've been really surprised how much I've enjoyed this particular soundtrack. And, you know, I kind of made this comment while talking about Rogue One is, you know, I've noticed in the the couple of years since that movie's been out, I've listened to it less and less and less. Um, I mean, again, I, I certainly pull up the Rogue One score a lot or the Rogue One track. I pull up Your Father Would Be Proud a lot. But that's kind of it. I don't sit down and listen to it in entirety. But granted, Rise of Skywalker is only a little over a year old at this point. Well, I guess it's almost two years old. Um, I still I'll still throw that CD in pretty regularly, um, which is why I've got it as high as I do at number eight. Uh, it's it's a great consistent album and the thing that I enjoy a lot about the the Rise of Skywalker score um, is it does have a lot of similarities in my opinion to the Revenge of the Sith score. Revenge of the Sith is this very epic type of music about failure. Rise of Skywalker has a lot of haunted themes as well as a lot of our beloved themes coming back and And the first track I want to take us to is actually the very early track called Journey to Exegol. Um, And it's this really cool piece of music where we see a villain on a quest. I just love those notes. It, It just... It, it almost has a Harry Potter feel to me in a way. Not that I'm a, a Harry Potter aficionado, um, but I really enjoy how this track begins with this very like we're on a quest feel, but it's a villain quest again. Like that—that's kind of one of the neat things about how this how this score opens for me. Um, and then a little bit later on in the track, we get some music as Palpatine is revealed, and we get. Kind of very haunted music as um, a specter of, from the past is revealed right here. To me, that's as Halloweeny as Star Wars music has ever gotten. <laughs> um are, do, do, can you feel that right like doesn't it feel like there's yeah. this uh, there's just something very spooky about that piece of music and and I really like that that's how this this score begins is it it kind of settles us settles us right away into being unsettled with this very spooky haunted feel um and i I really enjoy that that's how the the score for Rise of Skywalker begins um and the next track I would point out is um, is the Rise of Skywalker theme. But, you know, you've, you've talked about that, Jason, and, and kind of agree with everything you said. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a really beautiful piece. Um, and musical notation-wise, the most similar track to Rise of Skywalker is actually Anakin's theme from Phantom Menace this kind of this kind of lilting up and down motion of the music it's kind of this beautiful end cap piece to um to the to the anakin theme of of phantom menace so it's kind of neat that our, our story kind of ends that way but what's interesting to me about the rise of skywalker piece itself is that it's It's a very family theme. And we've never specifically had a family theme in Star Wars. I mean, we have the Han and Leia theme, which is a love theme. Even the Luke and Leia theme is a love theme. Um, I mean, again, like a a sibling type of love. But the Rise of Skywalker track is this family theme. And it's really a song about Finn and Poe and Rey. That's to me who this music is all about. Um, and it's about the beauty of their journey together. Um, yeah. Love that piece. So, Jason, I'm, I'm going to be aping you. The rest of my uh, Rise of Skywalker wa- run through here is uh, the next track I want to go to is the, uh, the Force is With You. Oh, nice. I love the way it starts here, kind of with these minor chords, as everything seems kind of hopeless and lost. And then we get this choir that comes in. the thing i like about this kind of angelic choir is right again in western music when you think of the voice of angels you think of a heavenly realm and you know again that's what's happening in this particular moment in the movie is she's looking to the heavens and then we get her her music just plucked on this single piano here I enjoy the way that her, her theme is being played on that solo piano, because it's almost as if these solo notes, the, the solo soul of her own person kind of becomes one with the heavens. And then it slowly starts to build as she makes that connection. And, you know, it, it ultimately leads into a very triumphant statement of her theme. Is she, you know, it's its the story of her coming into her own and coming into an understanding of who she is in the force, her place in this story, which again is that, that was that lingering thread from episode eight, right? Last Jedi is all about who am I? What's my role here? And in this moment, in this particular piece of music, John Williams grounds her in the fact that she's one with the force, she's one with the Jedi who've come before. And now her theme, it's not just this solo piano, but it's got the whole orchestra behind it. And granted, yes, every time her theme is played in the sequel trilogy, it's always got the orchestra. But in this particular track, the fact that the first time we hear her theme is on a solo piano, but then it gets the full orchestra after she's had this kind of communal moment with the the Jedi who've come before. I just I absolutely love that so much. Yeah. Um, it's very, very good. Yeah. And then, of course, like you, Jason, I got to um, also tap a new home. You know, the the one of the final tracks from the score. And, and not in the same way, but I would say this track, kind of like Padme's Ruminations in Episode 3, are very unique Star Wars pieces. Um, yes, we get her theme here, but it's, I, I believe... Those are flutes that it's being played on. Again, I'm not, I'm not really good with my instruments, but there's something very simple and beautiful about it. Um, and I just, I love these strings. Like that kind of melody, that kind of rocks back and forth, if you will. The chimes, the, the bells. So the music right here, the notes are rising, right? They're getting higher and higher. They're going to a higher pitch. But I love how that's contrasted with what's going on on screen. As the lightsabers are buried, the music is climbing. I just just want to point that out because I think it's just really neat that the music climbs up as the sabers descend. Um, just really brilliant, in my opinion. Um, were you going to say something, Jason? Just
0: commenting on how beautiful that piece
1: is. (laughs) It's quite beautiful, yes. Um, But then here's, you know, the way that this track ends, right, with these, this kind of this harp, a Celeste, you know, it's, it's all just like the way Ray's theme ends on the the Force Awakens score. There's something so angelic about it. Um, it's really about settling Ray into her, her new role, into her new identity. Um, and part of what Ray's journey was, in my opinion, and what this track is calling out to us is part of her journey was to bury the past, to, to let things rest that came before so that Mm -hmm. a new chapter can begin. Now, again. To anybody that doesn't like that movie, doesn't like the sequel trilogy, I get where you'd be. You know, you can say like, well, "What was the whole point of that story?" That's all a sidebar, in my opinion, at this point. Um, but I think musically, what John Williams is doing there is he's really telling us that Ray has come into her own, and as she's come into her own, she's the one who's able to to let the past finally rest, um, mm-hmm. and she's the one to do that. Um, and I love that. I love that piece of music so much.
0: It's, it's so gorgeous. I, I'm Carl. This is incredible that we basically had the same tracks for the, the rise of Skywalker. That's amazing. I, I'm
1: impressed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When you sent me your lesson, I was like, oh, okay, those are all pretty similar. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, you just had the uh, the Journey to Egg Skull in there. That's the only one I didn't. Um, man. I just want to listen to that again. Anyways, um, <laughs> we, we're at my number
1: eight? Yes.
0: All right. This is going to wrap us out for this episode. We're going to go to The Force Awakens. Um, and and this is really where the, the Jason uh, action cue Comes into heavy-handed play here, because um, we're going to start things off with "I Can Fly Anything," because because that's what Poe Dameron can do, and and this music tells us that that he can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Else to say about this track, um, other than I think it's a lot of fun, and it's sort of like a uh, a precursor, a, a sort of sneak peek at the next track I've kind of got I've got coming up. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and just move into "Scared for X Wings, which is one of the most fun music in this soundtrack. John Williams has a thing about scherzos, Um, because he's got scherzo for X-Wings here, but then he's got scherzo for motorcycle and orchestra in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So he likes to pair scherzos with small vehicles. (laughs) Not sure Why? But it works, uh, and and I love it. So, I, again, not a piece I have a lot to talk about, but it's just one of my favorite pieces from this score because it's exciting and fun and it, it dances. And I think that's the thing I like about it is it kind of dances and lilts along in a very action-packed way. Um I do have one track that is not action-packed that I want to highlight from this, and it shouldn't be any surprise because it is one of the most amazing themes to come out of uh, the entire sequel trilogy, period, and that is Ray's theme. My favorite things about Ray's theme in general is the fact that the theme itself takes a journey, mm. um, which is something that Ray not only does in The Force Awakens, but she does in the sequel trilogy as a whole. So, um, and it's a big journey, and it's a journey that starts out kind of adventurous and then ends up in a much grander place than she ever thought it could, which is you know, the, the path of the theme is it, it starts off sort of curious and adventurous and then it has its dark period and then it gets its full treatment, you know, in a very grand sense. So I, I, I think that's a really, you know, that's smart uh, writing on John Williams's part uh, to develop that theme, you know, it is a hero's journey so it's not a a new sort of journey that she 's taking, but um it's great to have that musically uh tell us where things are going to go, not only specifically in this film but also for her overall um in just the one theme so it's a it's an amazing amazing theme um and then I would be remiss carl mm-hmm. if if it did not include my absolute favorite track from the entire sequel trilogy um in this and uh, well march of the resistance needs no introduction A sucker for a John Williams march and this is by far my favorite march he has ever written period uh, it's such a great very. It, Carl calls the Rogue One track from Rogue One pump up music that's what this is too both of those tracks are pump up music and it's just gets you excited gets you energized gets you ready to take on the world you know like, Dak or in Empire Strikes... I feel like I take on the whole Empire myself. He listened <laughs> to Rogue One and, and March of the Resistance right before he hopped into the Snowspeeder. Um, that's why he said that. So, um, That's... Jason Cannon. Um, so... <laughs> but yeah, that... Uh, I don't have anything else really to say about it, except it's it's my favorite from the sequel trilogy. Um... And I love it. <laughs>
1: It's a it's a really good piece of music. And, you know, it's not on my list in part because I knew it'd be on yours. Um, Mm -hmm. But I agree with you. It's (laughs) such a cool march. I mean, it it does get you pumped up. Uh, I mean, I I I I prefer the Rogue One March by far to this, um, but this is a good one. And it's again when it's the way it's introduced in the film is just brilliant it's perfect as it accompanies yes. the x-wings over the water <laughs> you know it's just so good in that moment um uh, it uses yes. it so brilliantly throughout the trilogy i mean again even in um you know in in last jedi the in the opening space battle as the bombers are flying in again at right. the end at the battle of crait as the speeders are approaching the the, the walkers i mean it's it, it's yeah it just gets you up in your seat you know
0: yeah and that's something John Williams is just an expert at. Is he's an expert at crafting music that tells a story, but also makes you feel what the movie needs you to feel. Um, and and I willingly put myself into his musical hands every time I watch a Star Wars movie. Uh, that and John Powell and Michael Giacchino. Um, so yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, that's so there yeah go. That's part one, Carl. Part one. Yeah. We, and Like I said, we've, we've decided to pull this into a three-parter just to make it easier on ourselves. And, and I apologize for my frustration earlier. Uh, it, 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 we'll get this figured out better for, for the next couple episodes. Um, so make sure my computer's at optimal power too. Um, so yes, yeah. thank you for bearing with us there at the, at the start, but um, Jason, yeah. it's just it, I get so excited talking about the music that I just want to play everything I've I've over prepared, and it's just like, whoop! Yeah, let's 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 calm down a bit here, bud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if we could just like, I, I don't know, Carl. I feel like. Well, we're going to listen to a lot of Star Wars music while I'm up in Boston here this week. Yes, by the time folks you are listening to this, I will be in Boston uh with Carl Leclaire, so that's exciting yes uh, but uh, Carl, it's just sometimes we we get these musical episodes, and I'm just like, do we have to talk? Can we just like listen to the
1: music together, you know, and just like have that be the episode? I feel like we really could and should sometime just do that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's it's funny you say that, Jason, because something I've always wanted to do and I didn't know if people I don't know if people would be interested because it's 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 kind of an experimental thought Um, and, and maybe it's not as experimental as I think, but I've not heard of this being done. But something I think would be really fun to do sometime, Jason, is for us to pick like one or two tracks from each film and just play them in sequence with very little dialogue and just kind of let the music tell the story, right? It would be this great opportunity just to pick the songs that we think tell the story best of the nine part saga. Um, I just think that'd be such a fun little challenge to do um, to -hmm. just, you know, pick the, pick a couple of tracks from each movie. I mean, I'm talking like two tracks per movie and just staple them all together and be like, here's what the star Wars saga sounds like to me. Like, I just feel like that'd be a lot of fun to do.
0: Oh, I love that idea, although i'm gonna say we gotta make it three tracks, Carl, because Star Wars works in threes
1: that's true so, yeah, that's a good point, but three times uh, nine that's twenty seven tracks, so that's gonna be a long playlist but <laughs> uh, yeah, just a bit um
0: so we'll 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 think on that. We'll figure out how we want to do that. But that's a fantastic idea for another day. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Love that so much though.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean at the end of the day, you can always just uh, make them into a Spotify playlist and then just share it with listeners and they can listen to it at their own leisure. Um, that
0: is probably not a bad idea.
1: Yeah. And then we can invite you to do the same thing and we can listen to your Star Wars saga. <laughs> so – which would be fun. We, we could, we'll have to come back to that, Jason.
0: Yes, we'll, we'll put a pin in that idea.
1: Um, but hey, that's,
0: that's all we got for this episode. Um, Carl, do we want to give the poll this episode or next episode?
1: Let's give it this episode because then the next episode um, to, to lead into the last episode of the month, like I said, will be just devoted to sending us questions for the, that 10-year anniversary show.
0: Okay, sounds good to me. Um, um, and- yeah, go ahead. But what, what what is that poll? Whatever could that poll be? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, of course, we want to know what your favorite Star Wars soundtrack is so again we're we're talking albums here, so when it comes to when you listen to the star wars music wh- which album is your almost always number one go to? What is your favorite score to listen to in its entirety? Yeah
0: it's exciting it's been something that i've thoroughly enjoyed having to do the homework of going back and listening to all of these soundtracks again so um yeah i'm very excited about the fact that we're doing this and excited to see what everybody else says because you know i i'm i suspect there's going to be two or three that are going to be pretty popular but who knows so (laughs) um but Carl, uh, if people want to weigh in on anything we talked about this episode or our poll, where can they do that?
1: Uh, we are, of course, on Twitter at Wampas Lair. You can also get us on, on Instagram at the TheWampasLair. And always email us at WampasLairPodcast at gmail.com. And as Jason alluded to, uh, he will be here uh, upon – I mean, depending on when you listen to this. But he will be here this week uh, – first time ever in boston first time jason and i we've seen each other in almost two years uh so i'm super excited to spend some time with you showing you my city that i love and also celebrating 10 years with you in person my friend it's going to be a great time
0: i'm so excited i fly out early in the morning but it's worth it (laughs) uh all right well anything else before we close down this episode carl that is it for me my friend That'll be it for us in this episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. This has been episode number 440, ranking the scores part one for Carl and Jason. We'll see you next time in the Wampa's Lair.